Hello and welcome to episode 6 of I'm Creating a National Food Service. Over the last few weeks I've talked to a couple of academics, I've talked to people who run similar food projects uh, and I also went on about my holiday in America, uh, possibly just to make everyone else feel a bit jealous. But this week I thought I'd bring it back to the roundtable discussion format. So I'm joined today by Emma Bailey. Hi Emma. Hello. And you've not been on the podcast before, have you? I've not, no. I'm enjoying the the makeshift home the studio. The makeshift home studio, yeah. So yeah, we definitely. are currently sat in possibly the most cramped home studio ever with rugs thrown about on uh, costume rails and that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> it seems to work, I think. It's great, yeah. Um, so give us a quick introduction about who you are and how you came involved in the project. Okay, so I've been involved in the project for a couple of months now, I think. Uh, I did a lot of volunteering at Food Hall and I've been very, had a lot of passion about how our food services are and how we kind of can improve them together and improve the services that are available in terms of like building community and things like that so I think yeah being part of this campaign is really exciting and I helped to organize the event that we had recently and discussing our next steps and I think we've got some really exciting things happening in the future. Yeah, and I uh, before we move on to discussion of what we've been up to lately, I'm just going to talk about one of those events coming up. I mentioned it last week, uh, but I am going to plug it a bit more. Uh, at, on the 15th of July at Newspeak House uh, in Bethnal Green in London, uh, we're doing an event which was similar to the one we did a couple of weeks ago. Um, arrive from 6, 6.30, there'll be, we'll do a talk about what we've done, and then there'll be a chance for everyone to say their own thoughts, bring their own expertise to the project, and then we're going to have some grub. Um, and we've also set up an online workstation to make it easier for people to contribute to the campaign, particularly if they live far away and they're quite busy and they can't come to meetings. Uh, and that's on Lumio. So if you want to join, uh, just drop us um, an email and we'll add you. The email address is nationalfoodservicecampaign at gmail.com. That's nationalfoodservicecampaign at gmail.com. So let's talk about what we've been up to. Yeah. Um, we had a meeting. Uh, no, not a meeting. We've had many meetings. We had an event. Yes. Uh, couple, last week? week yeah, before? last I week. I don't actually know. Yeah. I'm losing track of 5th time. 5th of June, that's when it was. 5th of June. Yeah. What day is it today? 17th. 17th. So okay. a couple of weeks. A <laughs> couple of weeks. <laughs> um, how did you find it? Really great, actually. Yeah. So the basically the premise of the meeting was to kind of get more local people involved who hadn't been able to attend meetings and we basically wanted to sort of spark an open discussion to sort of see where what we can do with this campaign because we're very much in its infancy at the moment and yeah we cut some nice grub <laughs> and we cooked a really great lentil lentil and root stew that was exciting and yeah I had some really good discussions how did you find it yeah I thought it was really good um because we got to if I say so myself uh, because we got to like hear hear from the people that came along and we had some people with really useful insights we had mm. a labor counselor and we had uh, someone who'd worked formerly in the charity sector and she raised some really interesting points definitely yeah um so what I mean what for you were the main things that came out of that discussion I think um so shall I sort of discuss what we we kind of prompted in terms of discussion so yeah absolutely yeah so we basically sort of did a kind of intro to the campaign and like how it's sort of taken shape so far um 
And then we, we came up with these four questions to kind of get people discussing what, what is happening and what people's views are on, on a national food service. So the first question was, what does a national food service mean to you? So I think that we had some really, really great discussion points from there. Um, people were discussing that, acknowledging that food is a matter of um, a matter of necessity. Uh, yep. Well, that can be You're struggling to read the yeah yeah we, yeah we we scrawled the things on a on a piece of paper which is then being photographed and it it's a national so yeah food, <laughs> food isn't is a human right and everyone is entitled to it and not just individuals um there's also concern linked to health there um the permission to talk to people that's what people um thought of as a regarding a national food service yeah. um not just paying paying someone to use their space it's everyone owns the space mm. and that's I think really really important this is a slight yeah and this is something I've been thinking about a lot recently is that if you want to make a happier country then actually what's more powerful than changing trying to change the law trying to change you know actual regulation is trying to change culture mm. um, and that is much more uh, pervasive than than regulation and I think this project yeah is trying to change a culture yeah that's what, perhaps what's powerful about it definitely I think there was sort of yeah more discussion about the network making um sure food was available around the UK which is yeah a very yeah. sort of basic need that we yeah human really? right um there's excess food in the UK, massive problem with food waste, which is something we've sort of discussed a lot and something we really focus on at Food Hall as well. Um, another thing is sort of um, bringing down fear and kind of um, a lot of things that are happening at the moment are really sort of dividing our communities, really kind of dividing opinion and sort of, I think something as simple as food is something that we can use to unite people and to really like, that's something that is really important for any social change is to unite people. Absolutely, and I agree. And food is what better way to do it. We all need it. And it's just a very sort of, yeah, nourishing in every way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I, I think uh, my housemate showed me the other day a, a map of um, Sheffield where he, he'd, he'd searched on, uh, what's it called, TripAdvisor mm. for like recommended places to eat. And it's absolutely crazy if you look at this map, the whole map of Sheffield, so much of it is over to the west side. And then there's like a very kind of like pretty much divide. And then on the east side, there's only like one or two spread out. That's interesting. Because the east side of the city is so much poorer. So if you have this place in the city centre where people can come together, then this kind of tale of two cities is, you know, broken down a little bit. Yeah, I think we there was a lot of discussion about sort of breaking down any boundaries between sort of between in within society because there is so much inequality within Sheffield and I think um there yeah, there was also yeah talk about how it should shouldn't be an embarrassment to ask for public services if public services was a social norm like going to a, a social eating space and community eating I think that's the kind of thing that we, we're kind of aiming towards is mm. breaking, like, not having all that stuff in the West and having everything available to everyone. Yeah, no, I agree, definitely. What, what else was raised at there? So, yeah, the next question we got people to discuss was, um, drawing on your experience, what problems do we face around social eating? Mm -hmm. So we kind of directed people 
towards sort of simple questions that Elliot came up with. So when was the last time you ate with someone? Who do you normally eat with at work? And kind of a lot of discussion around how we eat and our perception of food. Um, So people mentioned the lack of accessibility. Um, A lot of places are quite uncomfortable. They're priced out of going there. Um, There's inaccessibility in terms of um, culture and even like sort of... um, disabilities there's no there's a lot of access problems in in eating places um so there's more um talk about sort of creating this welfare system in a hostile environment people Mm. about not make society not making people feel bad for asking for help and not marginalizing the people that are actually require help and putting everyone the sort of a level pegging basically Everyone needs food and it's just, yeah, there's a lot of difficulties that we're facing in the system as it is at the moment. And a lot of it is to do with inequality and distribution of wealth. And I think it's important that we're not sort of steamrolling this idea around the country. We're we're, um, trying to empower communities to kind of take charge of their own, of their own communities, basically, yeah. we're not the ones that are directing anything that we're gonna it's mm-hmm. it's important to emphasize that the sort of decentralized network that we're kind of trying to create and Completely. yeah really wanting people to contribute as much as possible yeah so let's um let's do a quick recap of uh our sort of idea for how this decentralized network would mm. happen um so i think the idea we were having was that uh you'd have kind of like a NFS sort of central thing that would be like, you know, discuss things brought by regional branches. So in each sort of regional area, there'd be a point of contact who would liaise with organisations and, um, you know, make, spread research and collect sort of thoughts and ideas. Yeah. Um, For me, there's a tricky balance to be struck between... uh, trying to keep the campaign open so that everyone can contribute and get their ideas heard and yet at the same time you need to have some kind of a certain degree of um a central point where so so that we can a certain degree of order a certain degree of of order it's really hard to keep things open to 100% if it was 100% there'd be no kind of drive and direction I completely agree yeah um I think that's I think the way that it's taking shape at the moment, the power that I think there are sort of pillars in communities at the moment around the country that are sort of taking their own lead and they're kind of really showing, like doing, like for example, like Marsha in Nottingham, like is doing really like incredible things around that area. And I think it's important. It's basically just like kind of linking those sort of sort of really amazing work and people together to and then they can then sort of discuss future directions I think there needs to be some sort of like direction Mm. but yeah I understand that's very difficult to establish but I feel like we're kind of yeah through launching this our ideas campaign I think we're going to sort of form our own way of doing it as we go I think it will yeah we've got the good intentions and I think (laughs) um yeah so do we see this as being 
separate from the state or getting funding from the state or I mean what's your so that was something we yeah we discussed quite a lot of the meeting as well I think um there was a lot of caution regarding funding from the state because that could be taken away at any point um and we've seen the sort of state of the non-profit not the state of the non-profit sector but the struggles they're facing in terms of funding and Mm. the resources that they have available to them so it's really important that we kind of try and find a way of making it as sustainable self-sustainable as possible and yeah that's something that we're gonna have to work out and that's really something and there's plenty of um funding pots that are you know not related to absolutely yeah (laughs) so I think yeah yeah ideas and education sort of starting things off and then we'll start building from there yeah absolutely now another thing that I've so our ultimate aim of course is to create this point of contact network but in the short time before that's fully set up um I've been wondering how to keep it open but focused this is where the online workstation comes in because it's kind of easier for people to have their say and then we can raise their points at meetings and it's not a perfect system but it's kind of helping a bit yeah I think it's important to make people aware that we really really need need your experience absolutely and your like insights into your communities as to how this could move forward and I know we're very much based in Sheffield at the moment um but that isn't exclusive at all we really need people that around the country that are sort of really wanting to sort of move this national food service forward um to I think perhaps once we uh we've been applying for grant for um bursaries and stuff and um what if, if one of those um comes in positive then we can start funding to travel to different places absolutely yeah I think that's really important to know that yeah we're not Sheffield based we are UK based yeah absolutely and I think um at the moment the only reason they're all happening the meetings are happening in Sheffield is just because of time and financial restrictions Mm, absolutely and I think we're heading in the right direction like Louis and Elliot are going to speak at the next symposium in Nottingham on Thursday oh yeah yeah actually let's sorry let's give the details of that do we know the details of that it's on Thursday. <laughs> it's in Nottingham. Yeah. It's, I think it's called the Future of Food Symposium. It is, yeah. So um, Marsha's heading, Marsha Smith's heading it in Nottingham. I think it's linked with the university. Yeah. Um, so I can probably get a link and put it in this podcast description. Yeah, that sounds great. I think it looks like a really exciting event. Mm. Um, so if you're around that area on Thursday, definitely pop along like, yeah, it's a yeah. really jam-packed schedule of really exciting stuff. Yeah, I'm an order can't go. I'm in London. Mm. But, you know, London's exciting too. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think from um there was something I was thinking about which was that we kind of need a more we need a face of the campaign a little bit more. This is an ideas campaign and we need to make it look a little bit more like so I think we need to get the website up and running. We need to get it properly yeah. designed. We may need to wait for money to come in for that. Yeah. Um, we, we we did have a discussion at the meeting um, the other week. Um, we got people to discuss what, what's next for the campaign, basically. And that's something that, yeah, something that really came up was obviously the meeting time. That's something that isn't really accessible to a lot of people. And I think no. making... A, a kind of improving our um, 
collation of ideas and at meetings and when we're meeting I think that's quite important um making people aware and very briefly on that note uh we now have a poll up on the uh, Lumio workstation so if you do want to state your availability time uh, as I say drop us an email and we can add you to that and you can uh add your availability to the poll um yeah um I think on the website as well um, this like the ideas archive, uh, archive. I'm just gonna recap what that is. We mm. want to be partly an educational organisation to help people inform them on new re- research and thinking to help them improve their organisations. Um, and so we've been talking about having a ideas or resource archive. I quite want that on the website so it's easily accessible. Definitely, yeah. Um, a bit like if you look at School of the Damned had a similar thing and that mm. was on their website and it's just very easy to look through. Yeah. At the moment, I think it's on a Google Drive or something. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, that just needs a bit, we need to kind of boost publicity a little bit and kind of, we want people doing small local actions in their communities to, yeah. be, to be involved and to, yeah, to start boosting the campaign where they are and like that's absolutely yeah that's kind of what the campaign is that's them it's not it's not us in Sheffield having meetings it's what's actually happening in the UK yeah absolutely so I think those networks are being formed like we're we're doing these we're doing talks about what we're doing in London Nottingham I think that's a really important mm. steps to kind of raise some awareness and to kind of reach out to everyone I think as the as we get sort of funding bids happening then I think we're gonna really show a sort of rapid progression like with our campaign I think yeah it's we've done some really great things already like um Mm -hmm. yeah I'm very positive about it yeah I'm moving to Bristol in September so another another link yeah yeah (laughs) fantastic um so yeah um event at Newspeak event in Nottingham other things come see us come talk to us come join the online workstation and thanks so much for joining me emma that's all right um and we'll i'll catch up with the podcast listeners in a fortnight uh take care bye